Hello and welcome to episode four of People Are Lame. Today it's me, Isaac Uliberry, joined by my brother Bill. Say what's up, Bill. Hello, how are you doing? It is uh, the ceiling is currently above me. It is what's up. Uh, okay, we got a foreigner in here who likes to drink with vodka. So, what have you been up to? Oh, uh, you know, work. Um... Just another day in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys can't see, but I gave him a blank look. Yeah. Because... So it's Friday, and the weekend is upon us. Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Sorry. Which, you know, we don't really have... I don't really do anything on weekends. I just watch movies and, you know, there's nothing like, gosh, let's see what's in the theaters this week, which will be, what, the uh, 13th? So Friday the 13th. You know, oh, so they do. We have the the Friday the Thirteenth movie, you know, spooky movie, the Bye Bye Man. Spooky, spooky. No, it's not even that. That doesn't even sound like a scary. No, it's spooky, man. He bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, man. No, I've seen trailers and everything, and it just looks like it's gonna fall flat. It looks very cliche. Yeah, and it's like bye bye. Boopy man. The way I, I've never seen Ouija because it looked dumb, but I've heard it's dumb from everybody I know. Like you saw Ouija too, but I feel like it's gonna turn out exactly like that. Like, what did you think about Ouija too? I know you saw. Uh, I don't know. It was they're all you know? Those are dumb movies. That's it. You know, they're made with. This movie was probably made with a budget of like two to three million dollars, so it's gonna make back its money. The first weekend, anyways, they probably already made it back the money selling it to foreign markets. So, yeah, who cares? You know, what a stupid name, Bye Bye Man. You know, it sounds like uh, if it, it was a scary movie for little kids. But what's what's the, what's the trailer? It's like if you think of him, he will get you. Like, the Bye Bye Man. That doesn't make sense. Then it's kind of like I just saw the part where they're on um, the railroad tracks. Don't do it. It's fake. <laughs> like what? Or the very cliched part of, uh, you know, all all horror movies always have to do this, of looking in the mirror, and then moving the mirror in the bathroom a little bit, and then you see a reflection. <gasps> oh, the Bye-Bye oh, Man. No. It's a spoopy. What on channel? Spoopy Spider-Man. No, uh, it, it does kind of remind me of that one movie where it was like uh, The Following, or is that one thing, it was like the STD that killed Oh gosh! No, I love. I really like the. It, it's a good movie, um, but it follows that movie. It follows, good. yeah. That's what it was called. So that's a good premise of a movie. That's a but good. It's essentially just saying an STD that kills. Well, yeah, that's kind of what the underlying message was. Is you know, number one, it's not an STD. It's something that follows you after you have sex with this person, and the only way to get rid of it following you is to trace. You know. Give it to someone else, so you're kind of dooming them. Kind of like, you know, the ring with the videotape, but... Yeah, that's pretty much it for the scary movies part. But we have another one, Monta Trucks. Oh, oh, this one? Monster Trucks. Wow, just... I, I, I think it looks good, but, you know, not Shut like, oh, this no. movie's going to be amazing. This is like, hey, it's a stupid monster in a truck. <laughs> it's a monster truck. Or like they used to say on the radio in Denver, they used to have... Um, like parents calling with their little kids and back what when the monster God. remember when the monster trucks yeah. would come to uh the pepsi center in denver which they I have what, whatever reason whatever kid could say you know monster truck the cutest got tickets you know be like monster truck so that's all i think of when i see that title is monster trucks but i mean it looks just uh all right so i was I was sadly born in January, which we always, you know, anybody that was born in January gets the best movies. Oh, yeah, this is the weekend for your movies. Yeah. So, Bye Bye Man. There's a movie called (laughs) Sleepless with Denzel Washington. Uh, He he does good Uh, movies, but... Live By Night with Ben Affleck. That one looks interesting. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be, you know... uh, so Prohibition or something, then Patriots Day. Fucking puts on a cowl, the, starts beating people up. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. No, I think it's a Transformer. Come on, Donnie, it's a Transformer. Uh, who, who's been doing those movies lately? Like, you know, um, Deep Deep Horizon. You know, he's, uh, he just keeps putting Mark Wahlberg as a main character, and you're like, oh, okay. It was a lone survivor plot twist. He's the only one that survives. Um, then there's... 
There's the new Martin Scorsese movie, Silence, which uh, that's with, like, Andrew Garfield and Liam Neeson and... Uh, let me see... Andrew Garfield, really? Yeah, and Adam Driver, a.k.a. Kylo Ren. So, <laughs> yeah, that's basically... There's The Book of Love, haven't seen it. The Crash, uh, it looks like John Leguizamo's in it. Uh, Saving Banksy. So that's basically Slim Pickens this weekend. I think next weekend is the Triple uh, X. I don't know, I know Underworld came out this month, which is stupid. Resident Evil 20 or something is coming out, stupid. Um, but I'm looking forward to Triple X, Xander, you know, Return of Xander Cage. That's the only movie for January I'm looking forward to. But if you see any of those, let us know how you like it. We are now on Twitter uh, on at people lame pod. Since people are lame was taken, so fuck that guy. People lame pod is the uh, has is the, the hostility man Twitter handle as you'd call it. And we're also on Facebook at people are lame podcast. So People Are Lame Podcast on Facebook, People Lame Pod on Twitter. And then if you want to get in touch with us like via email, it's peoplearelamepodcast at gmail.com. And today we're recording this, and it will not go just up on YouTube. We are also now on the iTunes Podcast Store, so we're on iTunes. We also got approved for Google Play Music, so we're going to be on those podcasts on Google Play, and then Stitcher. So you can listen to us on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Four places to listen to us, and I hope somebody out there hears it. And There there should be no excuse why you're not sharing us. There should be no excuse. No excuse. Liking, subscribing, and then also we do. Want, I do want to hear from people who are listening to this. So do go to People Lame Pod on Twitter, and I will make it a point to. If you follow us, we'll follow back because I want to get to know our followers, and I want to create a community within this. So you know we can branch out and build the podcast, and you know get new and better content. You know this is still a work in progress. We're episode four. And what I'm calling a work in progress is every I listen to every podcast, and I'm just trying to find um, ways to make it better. Yeah, you know. So you know, before we record, we always kind of talk about our quirks and how we can fix it, and that's it. And on uh, the iTunes Store, we are under uh, you know People Are Lame podcast, uh, and. Let me see. We are under uh, TV and movies, so that's kind of the direction we're going is TV and movies and pop culture and all that. So if you're listening, thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the pod. Uh, I just got to say this real quick. Good good job, Isaac, you know, getting the name out there and putting in all these like little... Uh... Oh, yeah, this is all... I'm trying to figure this all out on my, you know, my own. Just, it's... You know, number one th- uh, shout out to uh, you know Ming, you know Ming from uh, you know the Comic Book Man, and of course one of my favorite podcasts ever. Uh, people are you know people are lame. Also, very 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 uh, our big fan is of Tell Him Steve Dave, and of course Ming Chen is from there. But he also does his you know uh, I uh, I sell comics with Mike and Ming, so I love those guys. You know I have the uh, Cryptozoic Men comic books, all the first edition of those, and they're all signed by, uh, what is it, Brian, I think uh, Q signed them too, Mike, and uh, Walt, and all them, so it was really, you know, those are, I have uh, the TESD Town sweater, so I'm a big, uh, what, what, what do we call it, the TESD ants. We're also ants, but we're also <laughs> lame ants. He, 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 did, he did the uh, the rock symbol. Oh, the horns. Yeah, throw up your horns and you talk about TESD, mofucker. So thanks to Ming for, you know, shouting on us. He said on uh, Twitter, you know, congrats on starting up yourself, Isaac. Get that pot on iTunes. And what have we did? Fucking put it on iTunes. So thank you for that. Uh, I hope we get some followers and stuff. But this is a work in progress and it'll be slow. So, yeah, that's what we have. And the first story of the week... 
last week, well, whenever the DCEU, the DC Entertainment Universe comes up, I, I wish it could be like how we bring up Marvel and it's just like, oh, excitement. Ooh, I can't wait what happens next. But I really feel it's more like, okay, <laughs> what's coming up next? You know, all right, what are you going to fuck up this time? And last week I, I ranted a lot on the uh, Suicide Squad just because, I don't know, for some reason, I, I liked it when it first came out, but then when you let it sink in, it just it grinds my gears, as Peter Griffin would say. You know, it really grinds my gears. <laughs> Fucking Suicide Squad grinded my gears. <laughs> you, you definitely uh, tore, in, tore into it for it was, quite a bit. Because it's a terrible movie. Give that give that part a listen. If you, you know, yeah. Episode three, we talk about Suicide Squad, but we were also trying to talk about the Justice League because you can't talk about anything without the movie before. And the movie before is, of course, Suicide Squad, which was supposed to be the saving grace of the DC universe. You know, of course, it made eight hundred and some million dollars worldwide, but it sucked. Like, I don't think any of the uh, DC movies. For this entertainment universe has hit over like 30-40% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I know Rotten Tomatoes, you know, it's a review aggregator. But still, it's like all these people and they can't get together and be like, oh, it was okay. They don't even do that. They're like, nah, it sucked. It sucked. <laughs> and that was Suicide Squad. Yeah. But you gotta admit, Suicide Squad had so much potential. But when I went in, it's like the story was terrible. Uh, like... I was thinking to myself, if I were the one to have made the Suicide Squad script or story, because I know the guy who wrote it, he had six weeks to prepare that script. So you're already, you know, you're already under time constraints. And uh, if I were to do it, number one, you can't have them fighting another metahuman because they're not superheroes and they're not heroes or they're not, they're, they're fucking shitty, you know, the, the, coolest one in that whole thing is probably Deadshot, but he's just an assassin. And the only real meta-human, well, besides the Croc, I guess. He's and, not a meta-human. And, he's uh, just a wrestler who uh, looks like a crocodile, you know? He's not like real, like Killer Croc in the Arkham series is badass. This is just a dude with a bad skin condition. Yeah. And fucked um, up teeth. Oh, the beautiful. Flame. The Flame guy. But see, he's the only one. Diablo. But what I'm saying is if I were to do it, you want to know what the script would be? What? First off, it has to be like a, an Ocean's Eleven. It has to be a thriller in terms of a, a heist movie. All right? Do that. Like, we have number one, we have to find a way to bring all these misfits together. And let's say, oh, you know, heist movie, where are they going to steal? You know who they can fucking steal from? Bruce fucking Wayne. Alright, so that already brings us Batman. We're already going to have Batman making an appearance in here. Because they're going to try and fuck over Bruce Wayne. But they have to start up and, you know, Harley Quinn and Deadshot and all these people. They have to come together in order because each person has their own special ability. You know, and if we could do that, that would have been cool. You know, and then at the end we get Batman and he beats the shit out of him. And they go to jail or something. I understand Suicide Squad is a comic. is Amanda Waller. And she's like, oh, we have chips in your neck and y'all explode, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's fucking idiotic in terms of, they're like, oh, you're going to fight a metahuman. It's like, but Harley Quinn isn't special. She's just a girl who's crazy, Harleen Quinzel, by the fucking Joker. That's it. She was a therapist, what was she, like a therapist in Arkham? Yeah, there, she, was, she was a therapist. And... So we have, you know, the DCEU already looming a bad shadow, and then we have um, Wonder Woman come out this summer. I hope Wonder Woman's good. I really do, because I like Chris Pine, and I like Gal Gadot, and all those people. And then we have um, the Justice League coming out in November. But I just saw today about the Green Lantern movie. It's going to be called The Green Lantern Corpse in 2020. And they're going to try and make it Lethal Weapon in Space. <laughs> Which already that's I mean don't get me wrong the Lethal Weapon movies were good but I feel like isn't that a little bit cheap to just well this is a I feel like the reviewer a, a redefined just, version of the film's concept you want to hear it yeah okay the new version is described as Lethal Weapon in space and it's based on a comic book origin story the focus will be on two characters Hal Jordan. 
you know, the guy um, uh, Ryan Reynolds played because that's Hal Jordan is the white dude. And John Stewart. And John Stewart's the black um, Green Lantern. The latter is an African-American Marine sniper before he joined the Lantern Corps, and the story very much focuses on his relationship with Jordan and the Corpse. So, you know, Lethal Weapon's one of the greatest action movies ever made, but look, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. The thing is, like, I ranted about DC. I'll, I'll see everyone. I'm going to see it, and I'm probably going to see it three, four times. But I'm not going to be happy about it after I walk into the theater. I'm like, man, you know, it's like I went into BV, you know, Batman versus Superman with such high hopes. I'm like, this movie's going to fucking rock. And I try and avoid all the, uh, you know, reviews and all that shit. And then you go into it and you're like, you know, you kind of try and lie to yourself. Isaac, are you, are you wanting to say, I'm too old for this shit? Get too old for this shit, as Jon Stewart's going to say now since they're doing a fucking lethal weapon so yeah so that's the first story i wanted to talk about is lethal weapon in space aka justice league corpse i don't know like i was saying well, i no, feel Green like that's this is kind of cheap to do like I, the whole lethal weapon in space i feel like that's just kind of throwing it out and just kind of just flopping like yeah it's like a movie i saw in the fucking 80s you know mm-hmm. i i feel like it deserves a little bit more recognition you know, especially it being a DC movie. But I feel like it going back to the origins. Like, how many times have we seen origin movies? Like, I think we all know who Green Lantern is. Maybe they're, I guess, because they're going to be having uh, Hal Jordan. So I yeah. guess he'll already be an established character, which will be interesting. But yeah. nonetheless, it's going to... I don't know, you know, it's... Ryan Reynolds, he he redeemed himself like he fucked himself over with Deadpool in X Men Origins Wolverine, but then he also fucked himself over in the Green Lantern movie. But then he redeemed himself by bringing fucking Deadpool back in the major success. Like I think they're gonna start shooting Deadpool two this year sometime, so hopefully we get that soon. But Green Lantern Corps, I don't know who's the cast is gonna be. But I hope it's somebody good and they have a good supporting cast and they give it a good story because I do understand it's big overarching movie universe. So they'll kind of have to give you little glimmers of what the next movie's going to be and shit. You know, and of course they have to say the Green Lantern Oath. <laughs> what is it? Like, in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. That's fucking badass. They need to put that in the movie. They need to make the fucking, um, uh, you know, on the poster, it's say, you know, in brightest day. And they, they gotta fucking put that in there. So that's what makes Green Lantern for me. When I see that symbol, I think of the oath. Alright, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Alright, so a lot of the DC movies, what I can see, you know, I may not, like, know the, the nitty-gritty details of it all. You know, that's, that's really what you're for. But I just see kind of DC following the steps of Marvel. And do you think that's a smart decision? Because they're trying to do the whole glimmers. Oh, you know, this is going to be just like Marvel does all the time. And I feel like they're just kind of following that arc. Like, what do you think about that? Well, DC is trying too hard to be like Marvel. But they're not putting in the work that Marvel did. You know, Marvel... First off, Marvel... I'm talking about like the movie studio. Marvel movies... They created their own little movie studio with the movies because they didn't own anything for the X-Men because they sold the movie rights for X-Men to Fox. Uh, Fantastic Four is owned by Fox. And I think, yeah, uh, I think it's owned by Sony. No, it's Fox. It's Fox. And then Spider-Man, of course, is owned by Sony. So all their cool heroes are already taken. So they got money from the bank and they made two movies. And if these movies flopped, Marvel Studios would have been basically taken over by the evil bankers. And they made two movies. They made Iron Man and The Incredible Hulk. Of course, Iron Man is the one that made it. Is you know Robert Downey Jr. The guy's fucking one of the biggest actors in the world now. Who, you know, he was big back then, but his career was over at that point because of all the drug shit he had been in, but he had been clean, and he, you know, it's a good redemption story, but that's what Iron Man is. He's Tony Stark. 
and then Edward Norton's um, The Incredible Hulk, which is, uh, which I guess Edward Norton was really, really shitty to work with. Like, he rewrote the whole script and shit. Like, that's why nobody liked Edward Norton. So when they did The Avengers, they hired Mark Ruffalo because they're like, we don't want to work with him again. Yeah. I guess Edward Norton's very unlikable. Rubbed everyone the wrong way. Yeah. So, you know, they started off with that, and then they did Iron Man 2, and, you know, they kept building the movies up. You know, that's what we call Phase 1 now, and after Phase 1, we had the core characters built, and then they introduced the Avengers, which is why the movie is one of the biggest movies of all time, is we had never seen all these superheroes who were built up. They did their fucking work. They put Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, you know, Hulk, and then we got, you know, they showed us uh, Black Widow and Iron Man 2, and they built her up, and Nick Fury, they gave us this whole world, and they mashed it, you know, Joss Whedon's Avengers, and it fucking rocked, it fucking rocked, it was awesome. But now DC is trying to do that, but without putting in the work. They released Man of Steel by Zack Snyder. And then there was supposed to be Iron Man of Steel 2. But they ended up making that into Batman versus Superman in order to throw Batman into the universe. But then what did they also do in that movie? They threw Wonder Woman into the universe. They threw uh, Cyborg. They threw The Flash. They threw Aquaman. They threw Lex Luthor. They threw Doomsday. Doomsday. <laughs> they threw everything into that movie, which is why it's so convoluted. So... They tried to throw too much into this movie without building up a universe. You know, if if DC was trying to go DC's route, I mean Marvel's route, they would have done Marvel. I mean, shit, I'm getting over myself. They should have done Superman, and then they should have done a Batman movie, and then an Aquaman movie, and a Wonder Woman movie, and all that first, and then the Justice League. But now we're getting Man of Steel... Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, which introduced the Joker, but who knows where he's going to end up. And then we have Wonder Woman, and then Justice League. It's They didn't do a lot of work. So, that's what we have there, and that's why they're doing bad, though, is they're rushing it. They're trying to get quick cash. That's essentially what they're trying to go for. You know, like you are saying, you know, I, you know, how many years did it take for Marvel to build up their franchise? I mean, what, they even had an Iron Man 2 before they did... From 2008 to 2012. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was, like, that that final moment, like, even watching the movies now, you still sit there and you recognize its importance. You see how influential it was on the whole... Just, just comic books in general. Like, how many more comic book movies? Yeah, and then, you know, the movie, it started the Avengers. Uh, well, well, the movie, the... What is it, the... Um, movie before the Avengers was Captain America, the first Avenger. And I love how it ended. Is Captain America will return in the Avengers. And you're like, fuck yeah. So, those movies, I hope they do well and I hope they find their footing. Because they do need to find out what they are. Because, you know, Marvel's is very colorful. And they, they do have a formula now. And that's kind of what's gets me mad about Marvel is they're trying to stick to a formula because it works and it's proven, but they're going to run it into the ground. But DC is trying their shitty formula too by doing Zack Snyder's shitty formula in terms of their... Number one, they're copying Christopher Nolan's dark look and Christopher Nolan's brooding and shit, you know, which those movies were brilliant. The Dark Knight's one of my favorite movies of all time. But it doesn't fit when you're trying to add in Superman and Aquaman and all them because they're fucking cartoon characters. They're just comic book superheroes. They can't be too serious because then you won't buy it. Like, we were having a conversation a while back, and uh, we were talking about how the Batman movies, like, uh, let's say, you know, um, Batman Returns or, uh, you know, Robin, all those movies like that. Like, even with the 19... Uh, those are too cartoony. Though. Yeah, but I, I think that that light... Like light humor, you know, it's funny. It's it's something that you can sit back and enjoy. Like uh, the scenes with Nicolas Cage, you know. Was it? Um, I think it's Joel Schumacher or something like that. He ruined those movies. I read an article about Michael Keaton and why he didn't sign on for a third Batman movie. 
is first off Batman, which was Tim Burton's movie in 1989, which was what basically, you know, Christopher Reeves was the first, but this is like the first, you know, it's the first 90s movie basically and what made superheroes. And then the dark, uh, Batman Returns, which is awesome. But then Burton left because they're, they were trying to make, it's, it's, to te- it's to sell toys. So they gave it to Schumacher, who fucking raped it, and they're like, oh, we'll make it colorful and all this. And Michael Keaton said the reason he left is they kept saying, oh, no, we got to add more colors and make it funner and all this. He's like, I don't want to have anything to do with this because yeah, Tim Burton's look and stuff. You look at it today; it's a, it's really kiddie and it's very Burton esque. But they went off and did their own thing, which is what well, Batman Forever with Val Kilmer, and then we got George Clooney, and they kind of ruined it. So, well, see, I was more pointing towards uh, Tim Burton's. Yeah, that's, like that's a movie that we can all sit there and watch and you know enjoy. Like even with the scenes like where you know back uh, then that was considered dark. Uh-huh. That was considered really dark. <laughs> really, they watch those movies today. The new movies today, they kill themselves afterwards. I'm like, man, there's this, like, man, is still is so depressing. It's so depressing. So let's get off that subject, and let's get on the Marvel bandwagon. How, how does that sound? <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> let's what, get on the winning team real quick. What we've been saying for the past <laughs> twenty some minutes. Yeah. So when we have Marvel, and they have their shit together. Like, DC has really good TV shows. They do better, like, the WBs, like, Flash. I really like Flash. I like Arrow. Chilled. Um, that's Marvel. No, but I'm saying, like... And then there's uh, Supergirl now, and I like those. But I think Netflix is also outdoing them in terms of their TV with Netflix. Like, they're not doing the kitty like... Oh, 40-some minutes and a bunch of commercials trying to sell to teenagers. They're selling to adults on theirs. Have you seen Daredevil on Netflix? It's fantastic. Season 2, The Punisher, fantastic. Uh, then we got Jessica Jones, which is my favorite Netflix show in terms of uh, Marvel. I love Jessica Jones. That's That, that was awesome. I liked uh, David Tennant's character. Jessica, get over here. So that was awesome. And then we have Luke Cage. And then now there's uh, Luke Cage. I liked it. I watched the first season. You know, it's very, uh, what is it, Harlem and all that. So Luke Cage is cool. But now uh, they're making the uh, Defenders movie. Because we have one more show that's about to come out. Uh, Iron Fist. So then we have Iron Fist It comes out next. And then they're doing the Defenders which is basically a lamer Avengers, but it's still way better than what the Justice League is going to be. So they're making, you know, it's going to be a Netflix Dude, you're movie. digging deep right now with that dagger, dude. I'm not digging deep. I'm just thinking what everybody thinks of. It's like, prove me fucking wrong, because I'm going to pay for every DC movie, but <sighs> prove me wrong. But the Defenders, even on Netflix, is going to be better than half that shit. And they just announced today, well, not announced, they gave us a first look at Sigourney Weaver. She's going to be the villain in Defenders. So that's going to be awesome. Sigourney Weaver, of course, Ripley from Alien movies, you know, those are epic. And then Ghostbusters, are you, what is it, are you the gatekeeper? Or is it the ring? Uh, It's one of those. But yeah, we got fucking Sigourney Weaver in here, so she's going to be awesome in that. This uh, quote on here. Her character is a very powerful force in New York City. She's everything Sigourney Weaver is, sophisticated, intellectual, dangerous. So so I, it's in New York City, so she's back with, uh, well, yeah, with the Ghostbusters. Def- yeah, the Defenders revolves... Those shows really do revolve around New York and Hell's Kitchen and Harlem and all that now. And uh, Ramirez added that Alexandra has an in- oh, so that's gonna be her name has an intellectual sophistication that matches Wilson Fisk, the villain played by Vincent D'Onofrio in Daredevil. Which wow, his character was oh yeah that that kingpin of, of Wilson Wilson Fisk with Vincent D'Onofrio is fucking amazing. So, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, Sigourney Weaver. I don't, it doesn't give us a release date, but uh, debut on Iron Fist will debut on Netflix on in March 2017. 
So we got a couple months until we get Iron Fist, which will be cool. About a white dude who somehow learns all the Chinese. Uh, dra- he has like a heart, something of a dragon in him. I haven't. I never really read the Iron Fist comics. The only times I really ever saw Iron Fist was in Deadpool comics. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I've really seen him the most. And um, Cage, Luke Cage. Cage is tight. Uh huh. You know, I've only ever really seen both of those two guys in Deadpool comics. But nonetheless, I always enjoyed their little adventures that they went on with Deadpool. <laughs> even though Deadpool was a little bit misguided. Like, if you read the new Deadpool comics, uh, they showed a... what was the, They were in, like, the, the 70s, I think. And it was showing, like, how Deadpool had a kid. Yeah, Iron um, Fist is very 70s. So that's where the comic comes from. Mm-hmm. See how, you know, I kind of want to be surprised. That's why I've also been a little lackluster on the characters. I'm like, I'll see it in the Netflix show. Because Disney's fucking knocking it out of the park. <laughs> you're having so much faith, you're like, I know it's going to be It's going to be good. The, it's going to be good. The source material. You know, it's going to have above 80% on Rotten Tomatoes or IMBD or any of that shit. It's going to, you know, that it's just kind of a given anymore. And uh, so Disney, you're, you're doing a good job. And you want to know what another good thing uh, Disney's doing hmm. star wars oh, oh god <laughs> so then we have star wars of course which is owned by disney disney fucking owns everything but i guess disney is in talks with uh carrie fisher's uh family about getting her cg'd into um star wars episode nine nine wow which okay. I agree on just because she left us too soon, and they were gonna. They're, number one, they were gonna make. I read they're gonna. They were gonna make her character. Uh, they were gonna give her a, a big role for episode nine. Because number one, they. I don't like how they didn't explain. Is remember at the at in Return of the Jedi, Vader keeps telling Luke, "Join me," or you know, die and shit, and then he goes, uh, you know, or your sister will. Uh huh. Even Yoda, when he was, you know, uh, Ghost Yoda was talking to Ghost Obi-Wan on Dagobah, he, he's like, yeah, he's our only hope. And then Yoda's like, but there is another. And you're like, oh shit, who is that? And then you find out it's his sister's been Leia the whole time and blah, blah, blah. But Leia's force sensitive, but we we haven't gotten to see any of her force powers. I mean, we didn't, we haven't seen any of her powers, but we know that she is able to do the sense, like, she can sense, like, even when Han Solo died. Spoilers. Which... Yeah, I think, like, but she had, of course, she had a huge connection to him. It's not like fucking uh, Obi-Wan when they're on the Millennium Falcon and then they blow up Alderaan. He's like, oh, it's just like a thousand screaming voices all went out at once. You know, that was more Jedi powers. But, yeah, she's Force-sensitive, and I want to see that. So, episode 8, you know, they wrapped in July, so she's going to be in that. But, and they have to kill her off. Don't do a Paul Walker in terms of, oh, uh, she she's riding side by side with Vin Diesel, and he's not dead. He's just a family man now. He can't do this stuff anymore. Don't do that. Make it like, oh, I'm on this ship. I'm about, make her death matter. A martyr. Please. Like, make it matter. Make it give the characters drive. I understand people are like, oh, that's fucking so disrespectful. But I'm like, no, we lost Princess Leia. We lost her. Not only in real life, we lost Carrie Fisher, but we lost our fucking you know princess, who's a huge, huge um, role model. To everyone, he, she was probably one of my first crushes as a little kid. So they're talking about that, and I hope you know don't put her throughout the whole movie because I didn't you know. She can't be in it a long time like Tarkin, but make her on a ship, and then the First Order comes, and it explodes, and then they show her on the TV, like, okay, guys, get out of here, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll uh, keep them occupied, get out, and then they all get out, and then her ship blows up, and I'm like, no, and then they're all angry, now it's personal, okay, I can understand that. And it would test, uh, test Ray with the whole, you know, being a Jedi, you can't go for revenge well yeah that's why I hope so it's gonna test her Luke has a big part in it too cause Luke is the new Obi-Wan but also we have coming out 
this year is uh, episode eight, but the next year, which is they're gearing up to start filming for this year, is uh, the Star Wars Han Solo origin story. And I read, uh, you know, Donald Glover is going to be doing the uh, young Lando Calrissian. And he was on, you know, the show just won Golden Globes and shit at the Golden Globe. And for the show Atlanta, which I hear really good things about. I just haven't had time to watch it. But I guess Atlanta Season 2 is being held to 2018 due to Donald Glover's Star Wars commitments. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So, 2018, for all you Atlanta fans, I'm sorry to disappoint you. You have to wait to 2018 like we have to wait for Westworld. But it'll be worth it because you get Donald Glover in Atlanta and we get him as young Glando Calrissian. I really want to see that. I want to see that. Which Donald Glover, you know what we? Uh, what was the movie that I last saw him in? Uh, he, the, the Martian. Space, the Martian, yeah. He's. I Martian. really liked him in that. Like his character, and then he's in. Um, he's in Community. Community, yeah. Uh huh. And it's just kind of surprising, like he's he's a rapper and an actor. Oh yeah, Childish Gambino. I love him. Uh-huh. He's really cool, but I also really like him as an actor. But also on more Han Solo film news. Woody Harrelson has just been confirmed as the mentor role in the Star Wars Han Solo film. Yeah, I heard about Woody that. Woody <laughs> Harrelson. I think I've said this a couple times on the podcast, but he's one of my favorite actors. Since I was a kid, I'm watching like the cowboy way and all that. He's just always been one of my favorites. That's why I, I love to watch Kingpin and stuff. Is Woody Harrelson? There's just he's just a good actor, and he you know he's cool. So Zombieland. Yeah, Zombie Land. He was awesome. one of the characters that made that movie. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> the only reason I saw it. I don't really. What was it? Jesse Eisenberg? I'm not big on him. But... You mean Lex Luthor? <laughs> so, Woody Harrelson, uh, he also had this to say about it. He says, I'm a mentor to Han, but I'm also a bit of a criminal. Of course, Han's a smuggler, so of course he's going to be, you know, mentored by a bad guy. I don't think I should say much more than that because the force is not allowing me. A.K.A. Mickey Mouse is holding a gun to your head. Saying, <laughs> go, go ahead and talk, bitch. <laughs> you want to die? <laughs> Tell me you want to die, bitch. Do I look like a bitch? <laughs> Does Mickey Mouse look like a bitch? Why are you trying to fuck him like a bitch? So yeah, that's the news on Han Solo. And I hope Han Solo is good too. But like, I think that's the difference between Disney and say Warner Bros., is with Disney, I I don't know, I just, uh, <laughs> I'm one with the force, the force is with me, I'm one with the force, the force is with me, it's like, I trust Disney is gonna, they're gonna give us what we want, and you're gonna walk out of it, you know, either, you know, there's some people who just don't like anything, they're gonna be like, oh, like, people, I was saying, Rogue One was terrible, it was so dumb, blah, blah, I'm like, hey, think what you want, but, to me, it was amazing, it's one of the best Star Wars movies ever made, because, it, number one, it wasn't cutesy. It wasn't trying to sell us Ewoks or fucking Jar Jar Binks or anything cute. No, it was like, this is a war movie, and it's not going to end well for the good guys. You know? And then we know the story afterwards of, hey, Luke and them get the Death Star plans. They get them to Yavin, and boom, they fucking blow the shit up. You know, it's a happy ending at that. But these people died for a reason. Which So Disney's really good at that. And with the Han Solo film, I trust Disney's going to do a good job. Now, here's one thing that kind of uh, surprised me by hearing that uh, Woody Harrison, Harrelson, mm-hmm. sorry, uh, is going to be in this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keep going. Um, the thing that kind of surprised me about him being in this movie is because a lot of the times with you know Star Wars movies, especially when Episode Seven came out, everyone was like. Who's this? Who's this chick that's playing Ray and Finn? You know, I, you know, most of these actors, you know, I never really heard of. No. And that's one thing that I liked about Star Wars is that they they start new actors. Yeah, and they kind of make kids. them into something. But then seeing Woody Harrel, uh, Harrelson come out of nowhere, I'm like, it's going to be a character that I recognize, but I'm also excited for it. Look you know, at- to see how he. Unravels like Forrest Whitaker in Rogue One, Mads Mikkelsen. It's like there's a huge, you know, Donnie Yen, all those huge actors. Of course, like Disney, every if you are a movie star, 
you want to be in something Disney made. Oh, yeah. Because, number one, the residuals you're going to get for that movie, you're fucking good. You know? So, everybody wants to be in something Disney because it's going to be big. Just like Kurt Russell's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy and all this. With these huge stars who... You never really... You know, Kurt Russell started as a... You know, I think he... Kurt Russell is one of the last people that Walt Disney ever hired himself. Really? Yeah. You know, young Kurt Russell, he hired him, and, you know, Kurt Russell was in the live-action Disney movies as a a teenager and stuff, and the heartthrob, but then he became the action star we know today. Which, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah, Big Trouble in Little China, uh, Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., uh, they just put on um, Amazon uh, Amazon Prime that you have to watch is Bone Tomahawk. That one was badass. You know, it's slow, <laughs> really slow. But that you, movie, you showed me a scene, just a uh, scene from that movie. Yeah, these creepy, like the Native Americans, but they're what regular Native Americans is the boogeyman to them. They're fucking terrified. They don't fuck with those guys. Uh, I forgot the name of the tribe that they call them. But that's a good movie. But Kurt Russell in a Disney movie, like a, a Marvel movie, I guess. Because you can call it Disney, but it's all under the umbrella of Disney, under a Marvel Studios movie. And then we have Woody Harrelson. And um, I don't know who else is going to be confirmed for episode eight. But, like, look at Adam Driver. He's a huge star now. He was big with girls, but he's a huge star now because of his role as Kylo Ren. Um Ray, she's a big star. What is it? Um, Daisy, uh, Daisy something, and then John Boyega as Finn. So not they're big stars, you know. Star Wars makes stars, but it also wants star power. Yeah, you know, people with uh, they 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 know that they're uh, already tested. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're have a really good couple years, and anything Disney is going to be awesome. We keep talking about them, but there's so there's a lot of news coming out on it. Number one, with Carrie Fisher's death, and now they're being you know it's being confirmed that she is going to they're going to try and CG her. But number one, the technology is where it is, where it, it's kind of like a no brainer. Of course, they're going to do that. They're not going to get a stunt double and be like, nope, this is Princess Leia. Now believe it, motherfucker. No, they're not stupid. They're going to get it where, you know, it looks like her, and I'm sad we lost her in real life, but I want to see her, you know, go on as Leia. I don't want to see her throughout the whole movie. I want to see her, you know, sacrifice herself for a greater cause, because then, yeah, she will be a martyr, as you say, and she would have died for a reason. But that just makes me sad to think she's gone. So I think we (laughs) we need a palate cleanser. To get rid of the movies and to end the episode with a little bit of a laugh. I like to end them with a laugh just because I like to look up stupid articles. And sometimes you see articles that are just so fucking stupid. Have you ever heard of the phrase, eat a bag of dicks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, very, very, uh, very often I hear that. It's like, where was it where we heard where they're like, eat a bag of dicks, and he's like, do you want me to eat, like, the whole bag of dicks at once, or to take each dick out of the bag and eat it individually? Like, how do you want me to eat the bag of dicks when you tell me to eat a bag of dicks? <laughs> I, I remember uh, Louis C.K.'s always talking about bags of dicks. I think it was him. Yeah, I think it was Louis C.K. But now it's kind of, I guess there is an actual, uh, they make dick-shaped gummies, and it's a company... That you can have them send people a bag of dicks. And it sends a little card that says, eat a bag of dicks. Well, we have somebody who took this joke too far and they're fucking pissed. And the title, and this is from the New York Post by Jackie Solo, is HR Director Sues to Find Out Who Sent Her a Bag of Dicks. (laughs) What? Yeah. So an HR director is suing to find out who sent her a bag of dicks. This human resources director is taking legal action to find out who wants her to eat a bag of dicks. (laughs) Wow. Just Melody Lennox filed a lawsuit Tuesday after she was less than amused to receive a package of gummy penises. Lennox, who works for Axis Technology Solutions in Dallas, 
alleges this is not the work of a generous individual, but someone trying to harass her. No. <laughs> what? What? According to the Dallas Morning News, she claims the person who sent her the bag of dicks might also have something to do with her car being keyed in bogus Craigslist ads tormenting her. <laughs> While somebody Wait. hates this lady. <laughs> why, why would you go as far as... All right, Keen's kind of like too Dick far. Yeah, and, but then Craigslist ads. That one's just out of the blue. Someone doesn't like their human resources. That's all I have to say. Which HR is a scary word in a company anyways. Yeah. So poor her... But she's... Watch, I'll keep going. The package, which came from a company aptly named Dicks by Mail... (laughs) Awesome name. Was sent to her on December 7th. She sued the company, demanding it reveal the prankster's identity so she can, quote, put an end to the harassment, unquote, according to the suit. On the company's website, Dicks by Mail markets itself as a, quote, great way to tell your friends, family, loved ones, or enemies to eat a bag of dicks, unquote. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's that's a great little advertisement motto right there. Yep. In only a few minutes, you can send a literal bag of dicks to that special friend or dickhole in your life. The product, the product description reads... For $15, the treat is sent with a note to eat a bag of dicks in case the package itself does not get the message across. But to be honest, gummies are one of my favorite candies. So if I got a a, a bag of gummies and it said eat a bag of dicks, I'm sorry, I'm eating a bag of dick gummies because gummies are fucking awesome. You whore. (laughs) Yeah, even if they're like dick-shaped. I'm going to think they're like um, little spaceships. I'm like, oh, look, that's just... Those aren't those aren't balls. Those are uh, thrusters. <laughs> What's that hair on them? Ugh. No, no. Yeah, yeah. But the, the com- sparks. But the company claims the product is intended to be lighthearted. It's not meant to be a threat or a way to bully. The site says, if you are sending this with the intent to ruin someone's day, then maybe it's you who needs to eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but that's basically the article. Where I'm like, man. You know, this lady's pissed was like, why are you suing a company for just doing their job? Like, you, you could tell she's really good at her job. HR, that kind of dictates having a stick up your ass. Well, number one, eight people hate HRs because they're the ones who do the firing. You know, it's their job as human resources. Is When they're like, this person needs to go, they don't get fired. So her, her car got keyed. Look at the last few people you've let go. One of them did it. The Craigslist shit. Look at some of the people you've let go. It's probably one of them. Look at the bag of dicks. Look at somebody you let go. It's somebody who, you know, these people are childish, but maybe the person who sent the bag of dicks, that's the best way to kind of say fuck you without keying someone's car or... Yeah, like I said, I feel like keying is... It Look, takes it a bit too far. That's destruction of property. And Craigslist ads, that's just going out of your way to do a stupid joke. Well, who, I Bag of dicks, though, that's classy. I think that is classy because the person you're giving them a snack and saying, eat a bag of dicks. Yeah, eat a bag of dicks. You know, it's it's, uh, it's not a politically It's like a farewell. Or, uh, you know, it's not a good, nice thing to say, but it's also kind of like, yeah, I gotta fuck yourself. I'd rather be called, told to eat a bag of dicks than to go fuck yourself. I eat a bag of dicks because at least it's lighthearted. But that's how the last thing I wanted to talk about for the podcast of episode four of People Are Lame. So wait, just real quick. You're wrapping up the podcast by saying... Eat a bag of dicks? Maybe. I'm just saying I'm wrapping up the podcast with that last story. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for joining me today, Billy. Yep, yep. This is my brother, Bill. Yep. And this is me, Isaac Gillibur, your host for People Are Lame. Again... You can follow us on Facebook under, well, I think like, on People Are Lame Podcast. That's where you can find us on Facebook. And then on Twitter, follow us at People Lame Pod. And that's for our People Are Lame Pod uh, Twitter account, so People Lame Pod. You can listen to this on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and YouTube. So on any of those, if you can give a subscribe and, you know, five stars or subscribe or any of any of that shit that'll help us, please do because 
I'm really excited to get to know the community. So again, People Lane Pod on Twitter. Let us know what you thought of the podcast, what you think we can change, what you want to hear more of, and we'll do that for you. Let me get to know you better. Yeah, let us get to know you. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for joining me, Bill. And have a good and safe weekend, everybody. And if you're listening to this at a later date, go fuck yourself. Well, sorry. People are lame. I'm not trying to tell you to screw yourself. You just said go eat. The go implication eat of eating. Go fuck yourself. All right. That's, that's lame, man. Yep. Lame. Lame. I was barely legal looking for something evil to say and people to be antagonized. And you said to me it's not a good strategy You should grow up trying to act like you're civilized I explained that I just valued sincerity You should go fuck yourself and then try to die You were sick of it and called me an idiot And left town and said are you satisfied? If I had what you had I could get you to break No I'm not in your face I'm just getting by Motherfucker, I see no night I'm just kidding